Are you ready to step beyond your sexual walls? We're here to talk about anything you want. This is the Sisters of Sexuality show, featuring Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae. We have so much to talk about today, so let's just get things started. Here are your hosts, Taylor, Parrish, Jasmine, Marla, and Tiffany. Welcome to the Sisters of Sexuality radio show on the Sexy Lifestyle channel. I'm your host tonight, Jet Setting Jasmine. And as you know, this episode is Tell Me Your Secrets. So I'm super excited tonight because I am going to be talking with a long, long, long term um I'll call him a partner for for the sake of tonight's show. You'll get a little history if you listen um, listen in. We're going to have Victoria Stacosta, a very established filmmaker, on tonight's show. And as you know, anybody that joins in on my episodes has to share a secret. That's the requirement for the show. So uh, tune in. Get ready to get very, very intimate, up close and personal with um, Victorious and and also me because I have some secrets that that I need to get off my chest. And we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic, sexual anxiety. So if even just the words get you a little tensed up, this is definitely the show for you. Whether you've experienced sexual anxiety, you have fears of experiencing it, or you know someone that may be going through um, just the challenging feelings associated with sexual pleasure or just engaging sexually, this is definitely the show for you. So tune in. Um, Get comfortable because we're sharing secrets, we're getting intimate, and we're solving some real-life grown-up issues. So sexual anxiety tonight on the Sisters of Sexuality radio show with your host, Jet Setting Jasmine, brought to you on the Sexy Lifestyle Channel. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So, Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues? I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, is this anything? But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner, and it's unspoken, it will, it will literally create some resentment, resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction, and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner, which will only exacerbate the condition. And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent? I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network.
you are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. That's sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Sisters of Sexuality radio show on the Sexy Lifestyle channel. Again, I'm your host, Jet Setting Jasmine, and you are tuning in for my episode of Tell Me Your Secrets. So first, I just want to say to everyone that's listening, I hope that you've been tuning in over the last couple of weeks. You've been hearing from all of the Sisters of Sexuality, uh, Taylor of Organic Lovin', Marla Renee Stewart of Velvet Lips, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Tiffany Janae, and of course, myself, Jet Setting Jasmine, all bringing you our special flavor and taste of sex and sexuality and I've been listening in and I couldn't be any more proud of my sisters and what they have to share and impart and educate um, all of our listeners and one another definitely learning from one another so yes don't forget every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time to join us and um, hear what's on our mind and on the minds of our guest so I'm really excited tonight um As I mentioned earlier, we have a really special guest to me, and we'll be hearing from him in just a couple of minutes or so. But I wanted to first, as always, open up with a secret that has come in for our show tonight, and then give us a little bit of background leading into our discussion on sexual anxiety tonight. So, um... This must have been a really tough secret for this gentleman to type in. I received this one via Twitter. And you guys know you can send me your secrets any way that you like and feel comfortable. I've been getting lots of them via Instagram and um, Twitter and some in my email. Um, But anyway, that you can send them smoke signals, you know, send them in and and we're happy to talk about them on on this um, segment of the Sisters of Sexuality show. So the... The text that came in was, um, I'm never having sex again because I'm not good at it. And that really, really made me sad um, because, you know, just someone cutting off um, or considering cutting off that part of themselves as part of our, our being um, because, you know, not because of a, a physical trauma or because of just a decision. You know, there are some people who are um, who make the decision to be without sex. But this person was making the decision because he did not feel that he's good at it. And we chatted a little bit back and forth. And it has been close to 10 years since this person has engaged sexually and has done a lot of work um, around avoiding sex because of his sexual confidence and the anxiety that that couples with it. So, um, you know, having that secret come in and talking to my guests where you'll hear a little bit more about his perspective on sexual anxiety really um, made me feel like it's a great topic for us to discuss tonight. So before we get too too, um, into kind of our personal experiences, I wanted to, of course, bring you the clinical side of things because the therapist in me wants to make sure that you understand um, that sexual anxiety, it is a true, um, true diagnosis and it is truly something that people um, struggle with. 
And it's not just something that men struggle with, women also. And a lot of times there's lots of focus on men, and and we'll be hearing the male's perspective tonight, but there's a lot of focus on men and sexual anxiety and erectile dysfunction. It just kind of like goes, flows in, you know, one sentence. Um, But actually there's lots of components of sexual anxiety. It's the, um, the mind being too stressed to focus on sex and it results in the body following suit. So your mind is heavily distracted, stressed out. Um, It's triggered. It can be triggered and it leads to the body shutting down um, in terms of sexual performance. So that's kind of just a pretty simple definition or gist of how to look at sexual anxiety for the context of today, tonight's show. And I also wanted to share Um, Because a lot of my clients that suffer from sexual anxiety start to really beat themselves up physically. You know, I'm not distracted and uh, my body is just rejecting, rejecting my thoughts and is is turning on me. And that can be, you know, a really hard cycle to come out of um, mentally, especially when the body is is responding um, in the same way. So I did want to share that there are some hormonal things that go on when we're stressed. And I won't get too scientific on you tonight. Um, You can certainly talk it over with your medical provider or um, look up some really good resources, which I'll share when we share the show. Um, But hormones are are, um, being excreted through your body when you're really stressed out. And it causes a narrowing of your blood vessels. And as you may or may not know, your blood vessels are directly tied to things like an erection and um, your your body's ability to get excited in your genital regions and um, a lubrication to, to be um, plentiful for women. So, you know, I just wanted to, to say that not only does, you know, the stress have an impact on what you're thinking um, and your ability to focus, but it's also giving you a physical response at the cellular level. So lots is going on there with sexual anxiety that uh, causes us not to be able to perform. Um, And then, of course, it leads to confidence issues. And um, as we see with the person who shared his secret earlier with me, that um, confidence issue was leading to avoidance and just avoiding all forms of intimacy. So that way, what we often look at um, being, you know, sex being the ultimate um, form of intimacy, you know, he was avoiding contact with women. So that it wouldn't eventually lead to having sex. And we totally don't want that. Um, We want you to live happy, healthy sex lives. And um, the first thing is to be able to enjoy, you know, to build that confidence within, within yourself and really get to the root of what's going on, what's causing this anxiety. So um, we'll be hearing tonight again from our guest, Victoria DaCosta, and I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about him, but really getting a man's perspective on sexual anxiety. And I'll be sharing a little bit from a woman's perspective as well. Um, And I thought that, you know, this was a a really key topic because many of the, the folks that listen in are looking for tips on, you know, how to 
take their relationship and their sexual relationship with their partner to a, another level um, or how to navigate through issues that they're having. And, and a lot of people suffer from sexual anxiety. So um, we're going to give you some tips. So I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do that. We're going to certainly encourage those who are um, are dealing with sexual anxiety or partnered with someone that is ways to be supportive of one another, um, ways to get past this. And um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I am also a clinical therapist. You can check me out on bluepearltherapy.org. Org. And if this is something, if you want to work through your anxiety, I take virtual clients and face-to-face clients. And this is an area that I am super passionate about because we know that um, anxiety in general can really have a huge impact on your happiness and um, your livelihood. And sexual anxiety can have a huge impact on relationships. And, um, you know, that really is, in my opinion, the the um, beauty of life is relationships. So, so happy to be here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network on the Sisters of Sexuality show, uh, being able to share important topics like sexual anxiety. So, um, I am going to introduce my guest tonight, and um, he'll be joining us just on the other side of our upcoming break. So, I hope you guys are all ready and feeling comfortable about talking about this kind of sensitive topic but just know that you're doing it in the safety of myself jet setting jasmine and victorious Tacosta, who again is an established filmmaker known for his award-winning films love seat and the upcoming highly anticipated digging for weldon irvin he is um known as the champion for women and so he's just a a great guest to have on the show because not only does he bring his passion for love and for people and humanity to film but it really comes from a sincere place and I've had the pleasure of working with Victorious for many years um, on sharing relationship coaching and advocacy for women and you know just our love for love so on the other side of this break, you get to meet the man of the hour, Victorious DaCosta, and I'll let him fill you in on some of the details that I miss, and, and we'll also share a little bit about our background and how we came to tonight talking about secrets and specifically our experiences, not together necessarily, with sexual anxiety. So again, thank you for tuning in to Jet Setting Jasmine's episode of Tell Me Your Secrets on the Sisters of Sexuality radio show, brought to you by The Sexy Lifestyle, with a super shout out to our sponsors and partners, and you'll be hearing from them in just a moment. I will be back with our guest, Victoria DaCosta. Thank you for tuning in. Organic Lovin' for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious? Playful? Maybe sensual? Adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toy materials, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. 
We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adults-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you. For the bodies you love to love, visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. That's sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back. This is your host, Jessie Jasmine, on the Sisters of Sexuality radio show. And as promised, we are going to be talking to our guest tonight, Victoria Stacosta, um, legendary filmmaker. And I am so excited to have him on the show. Actually, I'm, you know what? Forget it. Let's just bring him in. Victorious, are you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm feeling legendary now that you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to live up to the title now. Right. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you're tuned in for the, the earliest segment um, where I, I share you as. Okay, cool. Are you feeling good about our talk tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. But as far as the, um, the gentleman who sent in that that Twitter, you know, just yeah. by, he just went to have sex again. Like, oh, man. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to help him tonight. We do. I, I've been in that dark place for a few minutes. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that, that you're joining me tonight so that we can, you know, share how we got out of that dark place, right? But, but before we go into that, I just want, I want folks to know, like, how... So you and I, we used to host the radio show together. So this is kind of like a reunion. The reunion. Yeah, being on the air. We used to host the emotion picture. And um, I believe our our content is still out there, floating around. It is still out there. I actually listened to uh, the Vonda Carlo episode uh, last week. We did four years together. Wow, wow. That was a great four years. And, and we really did help a lot of people and ourselves through through that yeah. time. We grew. We did. <laughs> we did. So, okay, on that show... I specifically remember you wanted to find an old lover, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it was a yeah, a, a fling. It wasn't really a. It was an old crush. We were never, we weren't lovers at that point. It was an okay. old crush. Yeah. Was it like the one the one who got away? Show? It was the one. Yeah, the name of the show was the one who got away. Yeah, and you guys, you pranked <laughs> me and you acted like you were her. It wasn't her. So here's the power of radio. Yeah. Victorious was able to find her. Right. 
And yeah. for this, for the sake of the show, we'll call her Peter Gay. Peter Gay, yeah, that's what we're gonna okay. call her. She was Jamaican. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> All the Peter gays out there. Um, so, yeah. So, you found her and you've reconnected with her. And somehow, she's tied to tonight's topic. Yeah. She heard the show, too. So, that was pretty interesting. I'm probably going to make this uh, public so she can hear this as well. Okay. So, how... Um, just kind of, can you give us a little bit of history on, you know, fast forward, you, sure. it was a crushing, crushing college. And fast forward to how we're talking about Peter Gay now. Yeah, just mad years, you know, over 10 years, maybe 15 years later, um, we found each other. And I had, I'm sure she's always had been in the back of my mind, you know, I'll say that in respect, you know, for my relationship for 15 years. She's been in the back of my mind, you know, always like whatever happened to, and um, found her. And apparently I was in the back of her mind, maybe the front of her mind, you know, and it was just this big built up thing. And we hit it off, but once we got together physically, it just the the chemistry just wasn't there, and um, whew, it was it was tough. I had okay. to do a lot of things to to get to get right. So okay, so you you mentioned the the chemistry. Can you talk to us a little bit about you know what were the indicators that the chemistry was off? Because chemistry can you know it's hard to it's it's not such a tangible thing. So help our listeners. As far as chemistry in this context, for me, was this timing and sensitivity, just not not knowing when to to move, you know, uh, not knowing when to stay, not knowing where to touch, not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot. I'm almost getting anxious talking about it, but, you know, it's okay. pretty much just uh, nothing was working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps on what I learned, you know, it was either of our ends, but at that time, I looked at it as it was just me. and. Right. And so even back then, I wouldn't have said chemistry. I would just have said, well, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't right. Um, there were just certain things that I was used to that she didn't present. And perhaps I didn't feel like um, asking for or mm. calling for physically. And, um, you know, with her, I mean, you know, I don't know her side of the story too much. But it just ended up being um, a mess, especially because the first time that we um, we did something, she made a, a very snide remark. And she was joking, but it was it, she made she made some remarks. And the first remark said she's gonna tell her friend. I mean, I met one of her friends oh. now. I'm, I'm gonna tell so and so that you didn't lay it down right. Oh. And yeah, that's how it. That was like how it started, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you know. So that pressure. No pressure in. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's already pressure being a man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's already pressure. It being this person who you've been thinking about back of your mind, off and on, respectfully, right. you know, for 15 years or so. And then when that got into the mix, you know, other men might have t- taken that challenge and that might have worked for them. But someone like me, that wasn't that wasn't a move for me. That didn't, yeah. that you, yeah, so. that wasn't exactly encouraging. Not not for me. Not for me. Right. But I know other people, you know, they, they dig that. And mm-hmm. maybe for someone else that that would have been cool, you know, but with her, I just couldn't, you know, it wasn't a lot. So, you know, so that's, I mean, that a couple of things that you mentioned um, 
and it, it leads to like I feel like every single show comes back to our ability to communicate effectively with our partners. I mean, you mentioned that there were things within the chemistry between the both of you that um, maybe she could have done differently uh, that you just, you know, didn't feel that you were comfortable enough with communicating that to her. Yeah, you know, I, I did communicate some things and that was towards the, uh, the middle and the end. Okay. And I think it it didn't it wasn't really arguments, but it definitely it was at a point where we were kind of at odds and mm-hmm. I was tired of, I would say, assuming the blame. I'm not going to say that she blamed me per se all right. the time, but I, I assumed the blame and I was tired of it. And so I just let her know really things that she she could actually do in order to help me get my mind right. Because I, mm-hmm. I had tried a lot of things in that <laughs> during that trip, I tried a lot of things, and mm-hmm. none of the things were working because it was um, the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that did work, I, I, I went, I went deep. I, I did uh, hypnotherapy. Okay. And I do my hypnotherapy, and I would come out feeling like a lion, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, for, you know, for for a good while. Then it'll wear off, you know, and, and then uh, you know, I, I tried a lot of uh, I'm just gonna say PEDs and and you know alcohol and try a lot of things, and none of those things worked, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, so. That's something super important, and we're gonna be talking about things that people can certainly first attempts that they can make and not try, you know, all some wives tales and things like that. But um, that you actually went and talked to someone that you got some mental health support, because again, we're talking about anxiety, right? So um, a lot of these, you know, physical um, lubes and pills and things like that are not going to resolve anxiety. So um, I'm really glad that you're able to attest to actually doing some hypnotherapy and working with someone help resolve um, your issues with with sexual anxiety. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, I I did. That was all I had to say. Good. So now you mentioned there's a lot of pressure being a man um, and, you know, (laughs) <laughs> at least especially around the area of putting it down putting um, it down blowing yeah. the back out you know oh my goodness penis you know, size and all that it's a lot it's so interesting because um you know women do quite a bit of what i call dick shaming right and um but then when we're when we're kind of like in the throes of our, our partner um sometimes our expectations are really not as high as we put out publicly or like kind of what circulates in, in the media and advertisement and things like that. And, and or, comedy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or social, social conversations. Songs. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we want intimacy. You know, we want the things that actually quiet anxiety down prior to this back blowing big dick sex. So um, there's a lot of messaging that's going around that really isn't congruent with what we want and need um, in the bedroom for both sexes. So uh, I'm so happy that we're able to kind of talk openly about that pressure. And I I hope that there are... um, other par- partners that are listening to this and thinking like, am, am I doing some of this shaming? Am I adding to the anxiety? You know? Yeah. That, that's um, good for uh, partners to, to look at that, but it's, uh, it's really best for 
for yourself, right? For yourself not to, even if you do get shamed, like I said earlier, you know, perhaps the things that she said might not affect me in a particular, you know, in different relationships, but um, you can't really let those things get to you regardless because honestly, it wasn't really my problem, but after that was set off by her, it became me talking to, to myself. Okay. And I, I became the culprit, you know, mm-hmm. hope it doesn't happen this time. And, you know, right. if you're thinking about it, it it's been to happen, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we can talk about our partners, but a lot of times it's just uh, that voice in your own head just uh, psyching you out. Just like performing in sports or walking a tightrope, which mm-hmm. sex can be like sometimes. Um, it, it's really about your confidence and in, in your your composure. Right, which makes me think of um, in the the. Um, person that sent in their secret early on, you know, he's at the point now that he is self-describing himself as not being good at sex. Right. You know, and um, and I really feel like, you know, our sexual expressions are completely unique to uh, to ourselves. So what do you mean when you say you're not good at it? You know, are you not meeting your own particular standard for yourself or your partners or um, society? So we're going to dig in a little bit more into um, sexual anxiety and some of the things that it comprises. What are things that people experience when they are having sexual anxiety? And um, Victorious, if you if you will, tell us a little bit more about your experience with Peter Gay and kind of Again, we want to walk, get out of this black hole and, and how we are um, living healthy, sexy, sexually satisfied lives now. Sounds good? Sounds great. All right. So we're going to take a little break. And on the other side, we'll get back into our discussion. Thank you for listening to the Sisters of Sexuality radio show with your host, Jet Setting Jasmine. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, the radio show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. That's sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back. I am Justin and Jasmine, and I'm here with Victoria DaCosta, our guest for the evening. And we're just talking about um, really, really, really private and 
intimate and tough discussion, sexual anxiety. And Victorious is kind of walking us through a relationship that he had in his experiences. Um, our you know, hope is that we are being relatable tonight to those of you that are listening and can kind of help um, quell some sexual anxiety for others out there or just also help partners become more supportive and um, understanding and helpful. So um, before we get back into our discussion, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the worries that can uh, lead up to sexual anxiety. And, you know, this may be true for um, for many, but I, I want to say that this list by no means is exhaust. Um, is it uh, end all be all to all the reasons why people can have sexual performance anxiety? So um, fears that one won't perform well in bed or won't be able to satisfy their partner sexually. So that worry ruminating and circling in your your mind can certainly kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy where um, it actually comes to fruition. Uh, If one has poor body image, uh, including maybe concerns about their weight or, um, you know, if their partner is going to like what they see. And usually when we're worried about what our partner is going to be worried about, we have our own issues with what we think about ourselves. So um, problems in your relationship, you know, maybe you guys are not on the best of terms um, in other in other areas and that is bleeding over into sex which it usually does let's see um worries that your penis won't measure up and again there's so much emphasis on on for men but for women too um worries that you know women have this myth about their vagina being too loose or not wet enough and like for god's sakes there's lube and for men um there's so many ways to please a woman a woman and um, but like Vic and I talked about on the other side of the the other side of the break, there's so much messaging that puts pressure on men and women to look a, a certain way or, you know, to be a certain, I guess, length or girth and um, concerns about ejaculating too early or even taking too long to reach an orgasm. So there's so many different worries and and um, thoughts that kind of start to circulate in one's head that makes it difficult for them to perform and or enjoy sex. Uh, and I, I do want to mention that like today we're talking a lot about performing, but there is so, also this part of sexual anxiety where you're just unable to enjoy having sex. So this um, definitely lends itself to women who we're there physically but you know mentally and emotionally we can be somewhere totally different really um struggling with having a sexual session because our mind isn't allowing us to relax so i am going to um welcome back victorious and um i was going to ask you if you can dig a little deeper with us on kind of you know was this your first experience with things with peter gay or can you share with us just any more um, about your experience with sexual anxiety? Um, I was, you know, I'm, I'm from um, an urban city, um, from the hood. And so okay. <laughs> that's what we call it. Uh, and so me having sex, uh, first time I was 18. And that makes me you know, incredibly late bloomer. Okay. And um, so anxiety was from 
a few years before that. And I think anxiety kept me from uh, speaking to women like that and, and, and mm-hmm. trying to have sex. So it wasn't until uh, freshman year of college that I did have sex. Um, so I came in the game anxious and I, I came okay. in, I, I came in um, really wanting to prove myself physically. Mm-hmm. And I had a good run. I had a good run, Jazz. I tell okay. you, like everything, you know, I had some good prep for the game. I was redshirted, and you know, I, I came out the box swinging. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was always anxious, and I never really worried about myself. And and I was someone who, um, like, I never had problems with um, erectile dysfunction. You know, mm-hmm. in regards to you know, not getting hard, you know, as we call it, or I never had a problem with um, coming quickly, nothing like that, you know, but I, I can't say that I was enjoying sex, you okay. know, I, I was more so enjoying the responses and just enjoying um, women orgasms and just enjoying pleasing women. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I thought that was, you know, this holy thing where I just cared that much about women and all that, but really it was me not caring about myself and okay. me not me not really thinking that I deserved uh, that pleasure and such. Mm-hmm. And so th- there have been times like, you know, everyone has wax sex handed, right? Or wax right. ever. You know, every, every guy, you know, get soft for a second and you know you work that out real quick all right well I'm back you know mm-hmm. and so that that's been just a lifelong thing here and there whatever right but it was only with Peter Gay that it just like I couldn't get out of the funk right okay and I've through the years you know I have had a lot of friends who they might get the pills um mm-hmm. I, got a, I got a friend that got like a penis pump you know, to, um, me and my friends, we talk, you know what I mean? He got the pump. Nice. Um, to, and the pump, for those out that you don't know, it's like a cylinder and you like put it in there and you pump it and it gets bigger and longer, whatever. And I think they say you got to keep on pumping though or something happens. I don't know. I never tried it. <laughs> um, but it's real. Like it's a, I don't know if it's a billion dollar industry, but it's definitely a lot of million dollars. You oh, know? Yeah men's ego is a lot of money out there you know so that was my history and uh, again besides me not deserving pleasure and and me valuing uh women's pleasure you know over mine Mm -hmm. I mean that I also had at that point in time I had a lot of stress you know going on in my life a lot a lot of stress that was outside of that um and I had a lot of physical stress, you know, and it was just a lot going on. And I wish I kind of stepped back from having sex during in, in that period. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. And so, you know, we, we had what we had. But thanks to hypnotherapy and then thanks to just me talking to others, I learned how to enjoy sex. So now, you know, while most men were trained to just you know, give it good and, and, and we're feeling for us uh, at the wall and or did I hit right. this, did I open up a new joint up there or that, you know, now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, how does this feel on my dick? Like, how does this, right. oh, this feels good? Okay, we, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I feel like I'm I'm 18 again. Like, I'm just like in, in, in love with this this uh, this feeling and, and now that I, I have more experience and more prowess, you know, it's, it's even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
uh, a lot of my guys do go through it. A lot of guys don't even try because they they feel like you're the the Twitter person. Who mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna call him? Um, we're gonna call him uh, James. I hope his name is not James. So so <laughs> like James, where it's like, right? I'm not gonna do this. I'm just gonna get a hooker, or you know, nothing wrong with hookers, you know. Uh, or yeah. I'm I'm going to just hit it from the back for a few minutes and and pound her out and act like I don't care. A lot of guys act mm-hmm. like they don't care. A lot of guys act like they just want to hit it, you know, uh, throw right. this out and blow the back out and act like they don't care about pleasing her. But that's that's mostly a lie. Right. I I think so too because you know we're we're all we are all emotion filled people. So I, I do have a hard time believing that men can be so disconnected from something that is so you know emotional and and really meaningful to both of us, men and women. I have a question though for you. Yes. Um, I, well, maybe not a question, but just for you to expand on. I think that there's this big myth, especially for men, that the more stressed you are, the more you want like sex to cope. Like, oh, he's really stressed out. Like, uh, it's kind of a conversation that women have. Oh, he's so stressed out. Like, girl, give him some. And and then, <laughs> and then women, you know, get rejected, and then here's like, oh, you must be cheating on me. Okay, here comes some more stress. Like, what right. what do you think about about that? You know, being kind of like this um, this idea when men are stressed that we should give you more sex. Um, I definitely don't want to speak for other men. I'll say mm-hmm. for me, that just isn't the case for me. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Sometimes you're stressed, you don't want anyone around, you know, physically or emotionally. So I, I would just say, really, just ask that person. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let your your soul, um, I, I hate to say weapon of choice. Don't, don't let the only arrow in your quiver be sex, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ladies, you know, or men who like men. Don't let sex be the only way that you're able to emotionally support your um, your partner. Um, don't back away, but just talk to them and, and ask them, hey, you know, is this what it is? I have been in a case where um, I had a, a loved one die, a very close loved one die, and the woman I was with, she didn't know how to deal with it. She gave me some head, and, you know, I read, read a book. I mean, I, you know, I mean, that was beautiful <laughs> because that's just what, you know, what it called for because she knew me, I guess. But um, it, it's all it's all different. So you got to have right. that communication, which is which is, again, you know, chemistry. Yeah. So um, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And and again, pointing out the fact that we express our sex and sexuality um, very unique from individual to individual. And I mean, express ourselves and deal with things very different. So asking, you know, um, I know you're really stressed. Is there anything that I can do for you? Because if I'm tired and stressed, I'm, I'm not really feeling like, you know, the, the door swing right now. Right, no, I want to go. Maybe you're riding me. Okay, all right. So I have to make you uh, ride him, ride That way he can just relax and um, not have to do much. He can be in the moment, but you know, if he has to throw the cups on and oh, hold all much. that, cause we like cups over here. You know, like <laughs> that, that might be for him a little bit too much. But them guys play basketball when they're stressed, so maybe you know, some people mm-hmm. do like physical activities. So right. you just ask him. 
Yeah, definitely. And certainly, you know, try your very best not to take it personal or as a rejection to you. Just knowing more that sexual anxiety has a lot to do with what is going on um, in the person's mind, not what they're thinking about you necessarily. So, yeah. Okay. well, thanks so much for for giving us a little bit more context and even broadening up this conversation to um, to our younger audience who's like kind of stepping out the gate with sex or are less experienced. Um, We're going to talk some more and and really give some tips on how um, a little bit more about how some of the things you do try to come um, to come out of that space and and be where you are now and then some of the more clinical tips of what people can do some fast action tips that people can do to relax and enjoy having sex when we come back to the Sisters of Sexuality radio show with your host Jet Setting Jasmine and our guest tonight Victoria Stacosta. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. That's sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now back to our show. Welcome back. You've made it this far. So I hope that you've been either taking notes or thinking about how you can incorporate some of our experience shared here um, into your relationship or, you know, even just your relationship with yourself. So um, Victorious and I are going to share with you some practical tips on how to quiet the sexual anxiety that may be going on um, in in your world. Or, you know what, it's so good to have kind of like these preventative measures so that when it happens, because I think it happens to all of us at some point in time. Would you, do you think so, Victorious, from your conversations with others? It's happened to uh, most of my my friends, um, even the cocky ones, you know, even when they're talking yeah. about what, what condoms to use and they want to make sure <laughs> that this condom doesn't do this to them. And we got to, right. I got to get the ribs for her pleasure. You know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's out there, you know, just the pressure is out there. It's just how do you, um, how do you meet the pressure? You know, right. we're all going to get nervous, right? You just mm-hmm. don't want to get lost in your nerves, but you know, to see where the nerves take you. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I I feel the same. The same for women, you know, when we're just, you know, talking about whack sex, sometimes it's whack because we are just not present. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And men know that, man. Men know there's not just about what you do. Um, it's it's chemistry. It's, it's both of you. You know, mm-hmm. she it's, it's an ebb and flow, you know. Yeah. So some concrete tips. Okay, so the first one I have, and you can, you know, jump in, match me, or tell me if these are things that you did, is to consider. I don't know if I don't know if this would be my very first tip, but it's an important one. Consider talking with your medical doctor, just to mm-hmm. rule out things like high blood pressure, you right. know, um, or really, you know, depression and anxiety, like 
the I don't want to say the real stuff as if this is fake stuff, but more right. general general anxiety, any mental health um, issues or things of concern that you should be tapping into as well. What do you think well, about yeah, that? I, I definitely went to a urologist um, okay. around this, the same time. You know, I had. A, uh, a slightly, very slightly enlarged prostate for someone of my age, someone in the, in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And so that that was going on during that time, um, you know, in, in that in that region, in other regions. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had he had um, offered me uh, Cialis. Uh. So I was like, you know, I'm about to knock down everything, you know, <laughs> but um, I did it. I chose not to get it. I forget okay. why I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, I think it's because I already knew that that no Hennessy, no blue pills, no weed, no nothing was working. So I didn't see Alice, you know, was it going to work? It had to be okay. something in, in my in my mind. But yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely if you feel like it might be something that's physical, definitely go see, you know, um, a doctor. Yeah. And it's great. It's great to rule those things out. And see, um, many, so. see a doctor anyway. Yeah, right. Why not? You probably do for a checkup anyways. Um, But I I agree with you that sometimes and I wish we didn't have to say this about our our medical, um, our healthcare institutions, but medication is usually kind of like a first thing that they that they offer um and it's you know obviously it's totally up to the individual to to take it or or not um but i think what you said victoria says you know you're trying all of these you know physical things or you're getting an erection based on a pill but you're still feeling that anxiety and you're unable to be present and to enjoy um sex then you're probably dealing with something more than just a physical um a physical issue yeah okay so then we know that you tried this um talking to a therapist and so you specifically did hypnotherapy any reason why yeah yeah um uh how I, i say this hypnotherapy works for me because of the special insight that i have into myself Okay. And that particular modality works on your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And so, whereas some forms of therapy, you might have um, uh, assignments and things like that. Right. You no. Know, and there's like a, a work plan. It might take a little bit of a time. Hypnotherapy, um, which is half... Um, traditional therapy and have hypnosis it it just pushes you on a, on a deeper level and you know because I already had some insight I just didn't feel as though for this particular case mm-hmm. uh, therapy is great this, this particular case um therapy alone was not going to work for me I needed to get in my mind I needed to get into like you said earlier um what may have caused this that's not really in front of my face. And so once we had the, the, the first section of therapy and getting to, well, how is your relationship with this woman and what what are you afraid of and blah, blah, she threw some things out there, my hypnotherapist, and then she worked on what she really thought was the issue, which I don't okay. even know what she worked on, but I just know I walked out of that Soho building and I was <laughs> looking at, at everybody as, you know, it was another story, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely a, a firm supporter of hypnotherapy as well as psychotherapy. And um, I really like the fact that you, again, had that much insight to know that 
based on time and your likelihood knowing you to talk circles around a traditional therapist. Um, right. You, yeah, <laughs> you, I got you. Thank you went you. A, um, a little bit deeper. And then um, another practical, practical piece of advice is to talk to your partner. Like, let them know what's up. Like, um, yeah, I know that we've been having issues connecting sexually. I know that I have my body hasn't been responding to you in the way that it used to. And I'm concerned about it myself. Do you know, do you think that having that discussion upright, up front um, could have gone along a longer way with Peter Gay? Um, I mean, we, we did talk. Uh, th- there's things that, that I definitely I could have said, things that, that she could have said. Um, but we, we did talk. Uh, so that that wouldn't help me per se. However, that would probably help people in, in other situations. Do we? I mean, it's something you could not talk about. Something that was right there. It was, it was, so it's different than, um, let's say, like James from Twitter, where he feels like he's having whack sex. So with that, right. you know, you definitely, you know, you you don't you don't want to ask uh, the traditional questions like, uh, "Did you come?" and all that. Uh, people, are, people are annoyed by that, right? Especially yes. grown. But but you, you do want to, to get a sense of well what works for you. And one thing that, that worked for me for uh, a few years is that you might want to have um, a phone sex. You might want to have uh, an erotic story before you have sex. And, and that way, when we're, when we're getting down, you know, in, in our private physical time, I already know what you like. You already know what I like. We already talked about it in a... In a sexy type of way, so that that mm-hmm. also helps. It's kind of like just pre-gaming with each other. Okay, I like that. I like that pre-gaming. And um, a final one is get intimate in other ways. So you know, my thought behind this, and it kind of sounds you know cliche, like hold each other's hands and cuddle longer and things like that. But when I'm thinking about sexual anxiety. Um, and I'm thinking about the distractions that that are in my in my mind. So I'm talking about me personally when I'm feeling like I don't really feel up to performing or I don't really feel like I'm going to be, um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm going to be everything that this person is anticipating. I, I do need a lot more foreplay. I need a lot to really orient me back into the space right. and why I'm with this person. So... You know, for me, like a really good playlist, um, uh, an environment that's very soothing, a massage, like everything but sex um, is really helping me quiet those thoughts and, and reconnect with the person. So um, would would you say that those kind of distractions? Yes. And the biggest distraction is orgasm. And mm-hmm. even dealing with, with like tantra, like like orgasm should not be the climax in, in which that all right you came I can't all right we we done like there yeah. there can be so many different combinations rather than the kiss titty oral sex fuck mm-hmm. I done like there's just so many different ways to to have fun with each other and it's not it doesn't lead up to who came or when they came and, and you know, even, right. I mean, hey, we like, we like to make it happen, but you know, if they came, you know, um, but once you, you have orgasm, like you don't have to just roll over, like you can keep on going. And when you don't try to like push this boulder up a hill, you're going to have, you know, a whole lot of a better time. And I do want to say before we go that Peter Gay also expressed to me and she felt anxiety, and she felt as though, mm. um, you know, it was her fault, and something that that I could have, 
I wanted to spare her from certain feelings, so I didn't, I, I, I didn't really explore that with her. So I guess, as you said, talking a bit more honestly, you know, would have helped. Yeah. That there are certain things that maybe, yeah, that that could have been better for me, because um, she was intimidated by by me and, and my experience and the things that I was into. Whatever. Wow. Yeah. So so definitely. Okay. So I was like, I didn't really, I wasn't really open to, um, I wasn't really open to hearing that. And I should have been. sharing the anxiety. Okay. Right. Because I just, yeah. oh, it's me, 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 you know, so. Gotcha. So, Victoria's, I mean, we're we're about a minute away from the end of the show, but I'm not letting you off with that. I laid down, though, ladies. Secret. I laid down. I'm going to say, I want my ego back. Hey, I laid down. Don't get it twisted. All right, go ahead. What's your secret for tonight? I have more secrets? Yes. Like One said, more. I mean. You're my sister. Is that is that a thing? Do they know that? No, they don't know that. So oh. that is victorious. And I would like to share our secret is that we are siblings and yeah. we have some really dope conversations that other people can't talk and learn from their siblings about. And yeah. I yeah, appreciate and love you for that. I tied you up before and painted you in chocolate. Yeah, that was for work. Purposes. Not on camera. No, yeah, Yeah, our best brother ever. You are. So someone else fell through and I was just like, can you please help? And he was like, are there going to be honeys on this boat? And (laughs) yeah, at the time you said honeys. I was like, but yeah, there's a catch. And so you came through. So thank you so much. Um, Where can the people find you? They can, shit, I don't know if we found now, but you can find me on Instagram uh, <laughs> at Victorious Was Here on Instagram. That that's good enough for me. Okay, cool. Me. And you can always hit me up at Jet Setting Jasmine on Instagram, Jet Set Jasmine on Twitter, and just Google me. I'm I'm out there. <laughs> I, you, I I block you. I don't follow you on Instagram because you this would be a little bit too too much for me. I'm not in that in that place yet, so. Oh. Yeah, y'all, y'all find it. I, I hear things. Y'all, y'all find it. It's, it's a pretty good page I hear. Oh, what? Let's, what? Plug, let's plug the show, The, the Naked Truth oh, yeah, series yeah. That, that we're doing. So that, Go follow yeah. that. The Naked Truth. Is it Naked The Naked Truth 2018? 2018. Yes, check That's that out. Uh, you and so, King. Yes, King and I, um, through the work and lens of Victorious Costa and Teal Octopus Productions. So thanks again for joining us at the Sisters of Sexuality radio show. I am your beloved host, Jet Sitting Jasmine and Victorious. Thank you so much again for taking one for the sibling team. I owe you one. I lay down, ladies. I lay down. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> Good night. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you.
you for tuning in to Sisters of Sexuality. Please join Taylor Sparks, Jet Setting Jasmine, Parrish Michelle Blair, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Same time, same place next week.